Hello and welcome to our Bible teaching. Uh, and I want to stir you up today. There's some things on my heart that I just want to stir you up about and uh, not necessarily new truths, but sometimes again, some things that we sometimes forget uh, and uh, we're not as purposeful on some of these things as we should be. And there's some things that the Spirit of God has put on my heart, uh, and stirred me up about them, and I believe he wants me to stir you up about them. Uh, and I understand, uh, you know, we're coming to the end of the year, uh, especially after the kind of year we've just had. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, coming into December and January, people want to sit back a little bit, want to enjoy the end of the year. And I totally understand that. It's good to have time with family. Uh, and maybe this is kind of the time of year people think, well, you know, I don't want to be stirred up right now. I just want to sit back a little bit. But i got to do what the Spirit of God says and puts on my heart. Because I think we do need to get stirred up. Uh, the enemy loves it when the people of God settle back. When we just take time and we, you know, and I don't mean time to just rest a little bit. I mean, just on the inside, we just totally go into cruise and we settle back and we just let things happen and go on around us. And I want to talk to you today about some things that, that I believe the Spirit of God uh, wants His people, especially in the United Kingdom, to get a hold of. It's time for us to arise. It is time for the people of God to begin to arise and, and, and to begin to move forward and to begin to take the land and to begin to take possession of what God has given us and what He has said is ours. See, there, there, there are things, there are times that the Spirit of God speaks things forth. But there's also time when he says, like he said to Joshua, the beginning of the book of Joshua, he says, right now is the time to arise. Now is the time to begin to move in and to begin to take some steps forward. Uh, and and, and I wanna, I'm gonna, we're going to look tonight at the difference between takers and waiters. See, some, some people just passively wait. They're, they're always waiting for God to do something. And, and, and this mentality gets into us very easily. It's a, it's, it's a religious mentality. You know, people say, well, I'm waiting for the Lord to answer my prayer. And I'm waiting for the Lord to heal me. And I'm waiting for the Lord to do this. And I'm waiting for the Lord to do that. Now, I'm going to show you, and I want you to see this, and, 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 and really get stirred up in this area. And throughout the Word of God, the kind of people that God highlights and points to are the kind of people that rise up and take. They're not people that are sitting around waiting for things to happen. Uh, they're not just waiting for the Spirit of God to move. I believe we're in a season of revival. It's one of the most exciting times. I mean, just this is incredible. Our generation, we've read about revivals. We've read about the move of God in, in years gone by and the people God has used. You might not have realized it yet, but we're in that generation right now. We're about to be. We are, we're on the verge. We're there. It's now. We are that people. We, we're going we're gonna to walk in a, the, the, the experience of a revival, not just read the books about revivals from years gone by. But the, in order for that to happen, it is time to arise. It is time to stand up. It is time to step on in and take possession, not to be waiters anymore, but to be takers. I believe God is looking for, for, for people who are going to start to lay hold of and move on in and begin to take possession of what he's laid out before us and to begin to move across the land and take the land and, and in your own life. 
Uh, you know, some of you might have been sitting waiting for God to do some things and you want a miracle and you want God to move in, in your body and your finances. And, and it's time to, to, to begin to take possession. And I'm going to talk about how to do that. And we're going to look at some things. I want to read for you Numbers chapter 13, uh, verse just verse 30, really. Numbers 13 and verse 30. And I'm sure we've heard this before, but this is Caleb. And we're going to launch off into tonight, tonight's teaching with, with what Caleb said. And, and good evening to everyone. I'm seeing the hellos and the amen. It's good to see you all and, and bless you all for joining us today. We're talking about the difference between waiters and takers. People who are sitting around waiting for God to do something and people who rise up and lay hold of and take it. And I want to, we need to get into the, the taking mentality. You see, sometimes people say, well, you know, you know, you can't take things from God. You can't, you know, we're not supposed to take things. Well, there's two, two things you first got to realize. Some things you're not taking from God. You're taking back from the enemy. <laughs> there's a big difference between taking something from God and taking something that the enemy is trying to withhold from you. But the other thing is this, when it comes to God, is that, you see, we don't relate to God the way our natural mind tells us to relate. We're to relate to God the way the Bible shows us to relate. And the Bible way is not necessarily the religious way. It's not necessarily the way we are, our own religious mentalities are inclined to be. The Bible points us to the way that God wants us to be. And I, and, and I, and I believe over and over and over again, God shows he wants takers. He wants people who will stand up and take what he's giving. He, God's not offended by that. He doesn't get upset about that. Jesus did not get upset with the woman with the issue of blood when she just came and took her healing. She didn't even ask. I love that passage. She didn't even ask Jesus. She just said, I'm just going to go take it. I'm going to touch his garment and I'm going to take it. Jesus turned around and said, that right there is faith. That's what I'm looking for. God's looking for takers. He's looking for people who are going to rise up and take possession. And, and, and we need to get into this mentality. We need to get this in and begin to function like this, not just sometimes, every single day. We need to start reminding ourselves, today I'm going to take a hold of, and I'm going to use my faith, and I'm going to take the things. I'm going to speak it out. I'm going to speak the word of God, and I'm going to take a hold of what God has given me. So let's get, let's get to the scripture, and, and, and I'm going to say some, some more things about that. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 30 says this, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses. See, this, 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 is, this is when the 12 spies have gone into the land. Ten of them came back and said, we can't do it. And Joshua and Caleb had a different report. And, and, and this is now what Caleb has to say. And you, you see, God, you don't see God getting upset with Caleb. God got upset with the other group. Caleb was one of the ones who God was so impressed with that God said, well, when they do take the land, you're going in with them. And, and he, got his, he got a hold of some things. Look at his attitude. Look at what he says. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. If there's been the, is the land that they were going to take possession of. So there's, there's really two kind of primary things he says there. Let us go up at once and take possession. 
at once. You don't get in there the idea. He's, he says, let's sit around for a while. Let's think about this. Let's debate this for a year or two. And let's, let's see when we feel like doing something about it. His attitude is get up, go in, take it. And he even says at once, let's, let's go in, let's go take it. It's at once, rise up and take possession of it. And as I said, God doesn't rebuke him. God doesn't get upset with Caleb and say, oh, I don't like that. That's very arrogant. You can't be arrogant like that toward me. I'm God. No, 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 no. This is what the Bible shows us God wants us to be like. We're the ones who keep backing off this. We're the ones who keep shying away from this because of religious mentalities, which, which make us feel like, oh, I can't do that. I can't just take things. God keeps saying it is what I want you to take it. I want you to have this mentality to be a taker when it comes to the things of God. There's those that sit around and wait. And there's those that rise up and take. Which are we going to be? I'm a taker. I, I want to get a hold of this more and more I, and stir myself up in this area and begin to realize over and over in the word of God. We're, we're shown this. Caleb's not the only one. There's others. They have this get up and take it attitude. David had that. When David, David came and faced, came to the battlefield where Goliath was, the children of Israel were sitting around waiting. They were all afraid and they were in their camp. None of them were getting up and doing anything about it. They were all waiting. They were passive. And, and the enemy was getting the better of them as long as they were in that passive mentality, as long as they were in that besieged feeling like the enemy's got is it's all over us and, and and there's christians like that feels like the enemy's all around us and i think even this year it's felt like that some people almost feel like besieged like the enemy's just rising up in every direction and it's easy for us to huddle together it's easy for us to all go oh god do something god oh lord lord we're waiting for you to move we're just gonna sit here and wait for you to move god do something but that's not what David did. David arrived at the camp and he heard Goliath crying. And he didn't sit there and say, well, you know, let's wait and see what the Lord will do. Let me come and sit by the campfire with all of you. And, and let's just wait and see if the Lord will do anything. David's attitude was this. It says in 1 Samuel 17, verse 32, it says, let no man's heart fail because of him, the giant Goliath. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't, don't. Don't let your heart fail because of the rising and the cry of the enemy. He says, your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. What is that? That is that get up and go into battle attitude. That is that attitude that says, I ain't sitting around waiting. I'm not going to sit around and wait for my healing. You can, you can sit around and wait for years. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> See, we, we get into this mentality and it's drummed into us. Well, you know, you got to wait for the Lord. You got to wait until when the Lord's ready to do it. And, and you know, we got to, we got to just wait and you got to sit still and just be passive and just wait for the Lord. When the Lord's ready, he'll answer your prayer. That is not the Bible mentality. This has been drummed into us from every direction. You know who wants you to be a waiter? The enemy. The enemy wants you to be passive. He wants you to sit around in your spiritual life thinking, well, I'm just waiting for the Lord to do it. But over and over, the Bible points us to the mentality, rise up and take, rise up and move in. 
David, David had the attitude, I'm going to go fight. I'm going to go in there. And then he says a few verses later, he says, God will deliver me. That's that same, that, that spirit of faith that Caleb had. David had that spirit of faith. The Bible says they were of, Caleb and Joshua were of a different spirit. They didn't have the attitude, we're going to sit around and wait. I do not believe the Bible teaches the, the sit around and wait mentality. Well, you know, we're, we're waiting for revival. We're waiting for the spirit of God to be poured out. Well, you can be in the waiting camp if you want to. The rest of us are going to rise up and take the land. And revival will come. The Spirit of God will move as we rise up. I believe that. That's what happened. See, they had to move on into the land. And as they began to move, the Spirit of God moved with them. And then they took city by city by city. And the Spirit of God began to move. And then the others will all say, oh, look, revival's happening over there. And all the waiters then decided, let's go join in. <laughs> hey, there's going to be those who are waiting. You're going to think you're going to wake up one day. But I want to tell you, those who will listen, it's time to arise. It's time to get up and take. It is time to move on in. It is time to say, I ain't letting the enemy steal from any, me anymore. I'm not letting the enemy take my health. I'm not letting the enemy take my family. I'm not letting the enemy take my, my nation or anything else. I'm not letting the enemy take any more territory. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to trust God. And I'm going to put my faith, that spirit of faith, that attitude, that undefeatable, undominatable spirit that says, I will not be conquered. I will not sit down. I will not just sit around and wait. I'm going to take what God is giving. This is the attitude God wants. We've been taught to be passive. And I, like I said, when I started tonight, I, I understand it's the end of the year. Everyone wants to sit, out, sit back a little bit. I was, play, I was like, I'm going to just have a few weeks off and I'm going to have a few weeks off. But the Spirit of God began to say, began to say, it's not time to be doing that. You need, there's things I need to be doing. I might stop teaching for a couple of weeks, but there's things he said, you need to, you need to get on into some things. And I'm like, okay, Lord, right, Lord, this is not the time to sit around. This is not the time to sit around and, and, and be passive and, and, and wait. Because I'm telling you this, as we move into the new year, you watch, we are going to take the land. We are going to take the land. If some of you have hurt me, hurt me, not hurt me, hurt me. Some of you have hurt me over the last year. I have been talking about the, the, the difference between the children of Israel in the wilderness and the group that moved on into the land. And I've talked a lot about the children of Israel in the wilderness, the ones who didn't cross the line. It's time to talk about the ones who crossed the line. We're going to talk about the ones who moved in. We're going to look at the ones because that is us. That is me. That's you if you want it to be. Okay. But we have been taught religion has taught us a passive mentality. It's always this whole idea of we've got to sit back and let the Lord do it. We've got to do nothing. We've got to just be passive. And we're going to call that faith. Us sitting around saying, Lord, we believe in you to move. This is faith. That ain't Bible faith. Bible faith gets up. Bible faith moves in. Bible faith takes possession of. If you're in a waiting mentality, you might be in a, some kind of believing, but you're not in the Bible kind of believing. <laughs> That's going to offend some people. See, we, we've been taught, well, just leave it all up to the Lord. It's all right. God's in control. Leave it all up to him. 
And when he's ready to move, he'll cause a revival. When he's ready to move, he'll heal you. But until then, just leave it all up to the Lord. That's not the Bible way. The Bible way doesn't say that. It says, rise up and take. Rise up and lay hold of some things. We're going to look at some scriptures. See, so many have implied that, well, you know, I was sitting around waiting and, and nothing happened. I didn't get healed. So obviously the Lord didn't want to do it. No, obviously nothing. <laughs> no such thing. If you were sitting, <clears throat> sitting around waiting and nothing happened, it's because you were sitting around waiting. God, God is waiting for the takers. He's waiting for the ones who arise up. He's waiting for the ones who begin to believe. We have been too passive with spiritual things. We have been too passive. We have got to become a people that press in. Press in in prayer. Press in. Paul said that. He said, I press toward the mark. He didn't say, I'm going to sit around and wait for the mark to come to me. He said, I press toward the mark. I'm pushing into some things. I'm going to lay hold of what Jesus laid hold of me for. Look at that attitude in Paul. That is the attitude of a taker. Okay. And millions, millions, many people in the church, many Christians are, are, are just waiting around, not taking what God's provided. And then when they don't get it, they blame God. And it's because they haven't gone into the Bible mentality. They, they, they haven't gotten into the way. Faith, faith, faith too often is viewed as being a passive waiting attitude. But again, this is not what the Bible shows. This is, that's not Caleb. That's not David. That's not Paul. None of these people. And we could point to others in the Bible too. Okay. Let's, let's, let's look at some scriptures here. I want, I want you to get this. And I've gone through some of these scriptures a long time ago. Spirit of God just prompted me to go through them again tonight. I don't know about you. Sometimes we need to be reminded of some things. It's good to learn new things. It's good to be reminded of things too. But I don't know about you. You know, maybe it's just me, but sometimes I find God shows me things and then six months later, I've let it slip and I'm not doing it. And he has to remind me again, you've got to get going back in that truth again. You've got to get on with that truth because there's your answer. And, 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 you know, maybe it's just me, but I, I think there's more of us. We're all like that. We, we tend to just forget about truths along the way. And sometimes we've got to have them re reminded. We've got to be reminded about them. So let's look at some scriptures. I want you to notice this idea here that keeps repeating in these scriptures. It's talking. It's talking about the children of Israel, the second generation that took the land. But notice, notice the wording. Nehemiah chapter 9. Nehemiah chapter 9. And I'm going to read really from verse 22 to 25, but I won't read everything in there. I'm just going to highlight a few things. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 22 to 25. It says this, moreover, you gave, notice the word, he's talking about you, God, you gave, you gave them kingdoms and nations. Is he the kind of God who gives us kingdoms, who gives us nations? You better believe he is. <laughs> he is most certainly a God who gives his people nations, kingdoms. He gives his people land. He says, rise up and take it. So it says here, moreover, you gave God gave them kingdoms and nations and divided them into districts. Now, does it say that because God gave them kingdoms and nations that they just sat around and waited and the kingdoms and nations became theirs all by themselves because God moved? 
It's not what it says. It says, you gave them. Highlight that word. God gave. You gave them kingdoms and nations and divided them into districts. Now notice this. So they took possession of the land of Sihon. They took possession of. God gave. They possessed. God gave. They took. This is the mentality. Get a hold of this. This is how it works in your life. You've got to take what God gives. God gives, you take. Now, again, the enemy wants to sit on your shoulder and say, oh, no, no, you can't, take, you can't do that to the Lord. No, no, this is, this, this is how it works. If someone gives you something, you've got to reach out your hand and take it. We just we want to sit around and God just force it into our hand and just us just sit there doing nothing. It's not how it works. It's not how the things of God work. Get into the mentality of taking what God is giving. Now, now I understand if God if God's not giving something, then then you can't take it. You know, you, you, that would be stealing. <laughs> okay, you can't take something God's not giving. But the things that He does give, He wants us to take. He wants us to reach out the hand of faith and to reach out with a taking attitude. Lord God, I am laying hold of it. I take and I thank you. I am taking with the hand of faith what you give me. And I receive it into my life in Jesus' name. Let's look at some others. Verse 23. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you also multiplied their children as the stars of heaven and brought them into the land. See, it says, God brought them into the land uh, which you had told their fathers. Now, why did he bring them into the land? The next phrase, to go in and possess. God brought them in. They had to possess. Notice this repeats. This idea repeats through this phrase, through this passage. Verse 24. So the people went in and possessed. Who went in and possessed? Was it? Did they sit by the edge of the land and wait for God to give the land to them and the, the land to come to them? No, 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 no. God said, I'm giving it to you. You take it. So the people went in and possessed the land. You subdued before them the inhabitants of the land. That's what God did. God, as they went in and possessed, God moved with them. This is what God's wanting to do. This is, I believe this from the bottom of my heart. This is what God is wanting to do in your life. This is what God is wanting to do in our generation. When it comes to receiving healing, when it comes to receiving things from God, God is wanting you to have, a, I'm, have the attitude of, I'm going to rise up and take it. And as you do, his power moves with you. I believe this is how it's going to work with revival. We have got to rise up. A group of people to begin to stand up with the attitude, we're taking this land. This is our land. We are taking. And then as we do, as we move forward, God's power begins to move with us. <clears throat> I'll look at another scripture about that in a minute. But let me finish in this one. It says, uh, you subdued before them the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, and gave. So there it is, God, you gave. You gave them into their hands with their kings and the people of the land that they might do with them as they wished. So we've just seen you gave. Notice the next phrase, verse 25. And they took. There it is again. You gave. They took. You gave. They took. Keeps repeating through this passage. They took strong cities and a rich land and possessed houses full of all goods. 
Does it say God possessed the house for them? No, it says they possessed it. They took possession of what God was giving. Uh, and it goes on uh, some things. And we could read th th this whole idea goes through other passages as well. Deuteronomy. Let me read. I, sometimes you just got to let the scripture drum on in. Don't tune out and think, I, you, I heard the other scripture you said. So, you know, listen, listen, this concept repeats itself. Deuteronomy chapter one, verse eight. See, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land. Do you see that? I, God speaking, I have set the land before you. You go in and possess it. Verse 21, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 21. Look, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it. Why does God keep repeating this? Why is this repeated over and over? In fact, I think the word possess, and I'm not talking in the sense of demon possession, I'm talking in the sense of possess as in take the land, take possession of. That word possess, it's, it's used something like 300 times in the Bible. That's a lot. This is the mentality God's trying to get his people into. I'm going to take what God is giving me. And you see, the devil wants to sit on your shoulder and say, oh, it's not time yet. It's not, it's not time. You've got to wait. You've got to wait. You've got to sit and wait. And, and, and when the Lord's ready, he will do it. Not how it works. God, if God has said something is yours, God, he, he, then the, the, the time to get it is when, he, when, it, when, when you begin to rise on up and begin to see what God has given you. And you begin to move on in and say, I'm going to lay hold of what God has given me. I am going to take it and I'm going to keep speaking it and I'm going to keep thanking God that it's mine and I'm going to be aggressive, not passive, aggressive with my faith as a, as I lay hold of these things. Now we'll teach, we'll teach you more about how to do that. And, and, and some of you already know, but as I said today, I want to stir you up. I want to get you into the, the taking mentality, the rise up and take possession mentality. That was Deuteronomy chapter one. Look at uh, look at verse thirty. Verse um, actually leave that one. Verse thirty nine says this. Moreover, your little ones and your children, who you say will be victims, who today have no knowledge of good and evil, they shall go in there. To them, notice this phrase. To them, I will give it. This is God speaking. I will give it, and they shall possess it. They, sorry, I was trying to read what Becca said. I've got it. I've, I've got on finally. Good to see you, Becca. <laughs> to them, I will give it and, the, and they shall possess it. That's the mentality God wants you in. God gives, we possess. God gives, we rise up and take. This is the attitude. This is the mentality. And, and this is, see, many times, Chris, you, you've got to decide which group you're in. Are you the group that are going to sit around and wait? See, one generation, the first generation, they sat at the verge of the promised land. They sat right there and say, well, we can't do this. They wanted God to just do it for them. That's what they wanted. They wanted God to just give them the land with no effort from them. But God said, that's not the, that's not the group who's going to get the land. They were the waiters. They were the ones who just wanted God to just do it by a divine move of his spirit with no effort from them. Because that's what they had in the wilderness. Every time they'd rebelled against God, God had just moved anyway. See, God allowed that for a little bit with them. But when it came to the land, 
he was looking for takers. He was looking for people who were going to rise up and take possession. Notice what God says to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 3. Joshua 1 and 3 says this. You've heard this before? It's all right. It's good to hear the word of God again. It's good to hear these scriptures again. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 3 says this. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I've given you. Now, you read that and you think, hold on, God, I thought you said you gave it all to them. God said, I've given you the land. And then he says, you get what what your foot walks on. You get what you possess. God says, I've given it all to you, but you get what you take possession of. What if they just crossed over the Jordan, taken Jericho and set up camp and said, well, we're happy with that. That's all we're going to take. If the Lord wants us to have any more, you can do the rest. That's all they would have got. God said, "You, it's all available, but you get what you take possession of. That's what that verse is saying to us. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I've given it to you. God says, I'm going to repeat this. I've given, it, given you the whole land, but you get what you take possession of. In other words, if you don't take possession of it, you don't get it. He said, you get the bit you walk on. You get the bit you take possession of. This word possess, it it means to lay hold of. It means to to, to take something, to take possession of it, to, to grab it and make it your own. This is what it's talking about. And like I said, this, this is, this is the, the, the mentality. God wants his people in. This is what the Bible's pointing us toward. This is the mentality of faith. This is what faith is like. Faith doesn't sit around and wait for God to just give me the land. Faith says, I'm going to go take the land. I'm going to be like David. I'm going to run into the battle. I'm running straight at Goliath and I'm going to trust that God will meet me. God will move and God will, God will deliver me and come through for me. See, so, so many people are too afraid to do that. They think, oh, yeah, no, but you, you, know, you, you, you know, what if it doesn't happen? What if this? What if, you see, there, there's your doubt right there. There's your fear. That's why you're not doing it. What, what if this and what if that? That's why you, you, you need to get a hold of this spirit of faith. You go through history. You look at the people God moved through. They were takers. They were rise up. Let's march on the land. Let's take. I, I was meditating on this week. On, on this concept this week and someone posted on Facebook uh, an old song um, about Graham Kendrick and it says, now is the time for us to arise. Uh, I can't remember the word. Now is the time. Ah, I've forgotten that the passage, but it was basically the same idea. Now is the time for us to rise and march upon the land and to begin to take possession. And I believe that's what the Spirit of God is saying. I believe God is saying to individuals, it's time for you to start taking what I'm giving you. It's time. You've heard the word. You've you've listened. You've sat under the word. But now you're still waiting. Lord, I'm waiting for you to do this. I've heard the word and I'm putting my faith on it and I'm believing you for do this. God is saying it's time to take it. It's time to say, I'm taking this and I'm going to I'm going to get a hold of it. This is this is this. There's some things in your hands. Some things in your hands. And I've explained this before, but let me say this again. See, there's two words in the Greek in the New Testament that are used. One is the word give and the other is the word receive. And and you see, the word give talks about the action of the giver, the, the one who gives. 
The word receive emphasizes the one receiving, the person on the receiving end. And in fact, the word receive can actually be translated take. It's, it's, it's the, the Greek word lambano. I'm not, a, I'm not a Greek scholar. Excuse my pronunciation. Okay. But it, it does actually mean to take with the hand. And you see these two words, when you put give, it, it has the idea of a hand reaching out to give something. And lombano, receive, has the idea of a hand reaching out to take it. God reaches his hand out to give. You reach your hand out to take what he's giving. And as long as God's hand is reaching out saying, here, I'm giving it to you. Here, here, take it. I'm giving it to you. As long as you're sitting there saying, well, you know, if the Lord wants me to have it, he'll just give it to me. He'll just, I, I, it's all up to the Lord. As long as you're doing that, your hand's not reaching out, taking it. Be a taker. Make that decision. Make a decision. I'm going to begin to take. Let me read you. Let, let, let me, well, let me give you some examples first. Let me give you a couple of examples. Bible says, we know the verse, for God so loved the world. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. How, how many did God love? Everybody. The world. God so loved the world that he gave. There it is. He gave. He gave, he gave his son. Does that mean everybody gets his son? Does that mean everybody automatically receives Jesus just because God has given Jesus to the world? God so loved the world that he gave. No, no, no. There's a receiving action. There's something that, that you must do to receive. And the Bible talks about as many as received him, to them he gave power to be sons of God. Okay? To, to, to the right, the right to become children of God. John 1, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. Jesus is given to all of us, but we have to make a choice to receive him. Now we can understand that in the area of salvation. It's up to us to receive, but we seem to struggle in all the other areas. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I'll pray the Father and he will give. There it is. Give the Holy Spirit. You look throughout the book of Acts. When they prayed for people, they didn't lay hands upon people and say, oh, Lord, please give him the Holy Spirit. You know what they prayed? Receive the Holy Spirit. God's already given him. It's up to you to receive him. It's up to you to begin to say, God's given the Holy Spirit. I receive it. I'm taking and I thank you. I receive the Holy Spirit in my life. You've got to be a taker. Okay. We could look at this in other principles. God sends people. He, it, it talks about how Jesus sent out the 12. And then he also talked about how, this is Matthew 10. In fact, Jesus sent out and he told them, you go. He sent out people. And then later on, he talked about those who receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, receive a prophet's reward. It's all in the same chapter. Matthew 10 verse 5, Jesus sent them. He gave the people. He sent, that's the same idea, he gave prophets and, 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 and people to go preach. And then he talked about where the people receive them. See, this is how it works with God. God gives, we've got to receive. God gives, we've got to take. We've got to learn how to take it. Some of you need to learn to take your healing. Some of you need to take your healing. You need to start, you need to get out of this mentality. Well, I'm waiting for the Lord to heal me. You ain't waiting for nothing. He's waiting for you to take possession of it. 
He is waiting for you to begin to say with your faith, Father, I thank you. I'm not waiting for this anymore. I'm not putting this off. I'm not going to be passive. I'm not going to sit around like the enemy wants me to sit around thinking I'm waiting for God to move. I'm not waiting for God to move. God's waiting for me to take it. And as soon as you begin to realize that, you'll be able to realize you can step into some things. <laughs> this is this is so important. This applies in so many areas. Let me read you something in the New Testament. Uh, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12 says this, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. I'm sure you've heard that scripture before, but it doesn't end there. The, the, the phrase goes on, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. That word lay hold on, that's it right there. That means take it. That means you take possession of it. Now, when it says fight the good fight of faith, it doesn't say you're fighting God. Okay? Believe me, if you were trying to fight God, there's no competition there, right? <laughs> okay? We're not, the faith fight is not against God. He's not the one who's trying to keep you out of some things. Those giants in the land, those were not God-ordained giants uh, that they, that when they had to go take the land. Okay? We're not fighting him. We're not fighting the Lord. When he says fight the good fight of faith, yes, you've got to be aggressive. You've got to have this attitude. I'm going to lay hold of. I'm moving in. I'm not letting anything stand on, 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 on my inheritance and what God's given me. But then he says lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on it. That word lay hold in the Greek, it means seize it. Seize. Take possession of it. That's what it means. Seize and take possession. And it means to lay hold of or to seize upon anything with the hands. In other words, seize it, grab it with your hands. That's what he says. Seize eternal life. Now this is, Paul wrote this to Timothy. Timothy's already a Christian. In fact, he's already, he's a young minister. And Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, lay hold of eternal life. Seize it, grab it. Take possession of eternal life. Most Christians will say, but, but, I, but I got eternal life when I became a Christian. Yes, you stepped on into some things, but there's a lot more of this eternal life you've got to grab a hold of. You might be going to heaven, but there's a lot of other things you haven't grabbed a hold of that is available to you in eternal life. It's part of what God's given you. But it's upon you to begin to take it. That's what Paul had to say that to Timothy. Timothy, he had to remind Timothy, Timothy, start seizing some things. Start grabbing, start taking some of the things God's given you. Like I said, people say, oh, but you know, you can't do this. This is, you know, that, that I, I just feel like I'm being rude to God. I feel like I'm, you know, almost being pushy with God. No, no, you're not being rude when he tells you this is how he wants you to be. <laughs> okay. You're not, being, you're not pu being pushy with God when God says, this is the kind of people I'm looking for. As I said at the start of tonight, God didn't look at Caleb and say, Caleb, I don't like your attitude. This whole, I'm going to rise up and I'm going to take the land and we can take the land. Caleb, you're being a little bit pushy there. You need to tone it down, Caleb. You need, you need to just go and, jo go and join the rest of the crowd and you go sit with all of them. You're a little bit overzealous, Caleb. God didn't say that. That's what religious thinking says. Religious, religion doesn't like people who rise up and take. 
I think, I think, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. I think a lot of a lot of churches these days would have told Caleb to, 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 to Caleb, you're a little bit overexcited. Sit down. We don't take things around here in this church. We wait for the Lord to do it. There you go. I said it. I'm going to offend some people. <laughs> okay. That's why your church ain't entering into some things. That's why. That's, that's why revival's going to run past your door and go down the down the church next door. Go down the, the church down the road. You need to become the people who are going to say, I'm going to be the Caleb, the Caleb's and the David's. I'm going to be the ones who stand up like Caleb, 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 Caleb and say, I'm going to rise up and we're going to take this land. So I, as I said to when I started, as I said when I started tonight, my primary goal tonight is to stir you up. I, I'm not necessarily going to give you lots of new truths. I'm not trying to open up some amazing new revelation here. But I am very aware that people, as Christians, we keep getting out of this mentality. And, and especially this year. This year has been a year where it's almost felt like the enemy has sieged the city. You know, in the Bible, there were times when all the people were under siege and the enemy was all around and the people were locked up in the city. <laughs> like Samaria. And it's almost, I think a lot of people have got, gotten into a siege mentality, survival, and it begins, oh man, I just can't, just can't wait to get out the city doors and just, you know, whatever. The enemy has wanted to get Christians into this mentality of just keep us down, feel like you're under siege, feel like you can't do anything. And the answer from the Lord is arise, take possession. God is looking for people who will stand up and begin to say, no more sitting under siege, no more letting the enemy get the better of us. I am moving in and I'm taking what God has given me. Amen. So I hope this has stirred you up today because that's been my purpose. I understand we're at the end of the year. I understand everyone wants to sit back and just chill. But the message, the word of the Lord is it is time to arise. It is time to take. It is time to start taking the things that God has been trying to give you. He's been trying to give it to you for a long time. So let's break this mentality. Let's break this passive, sit around, wait for God to do it idea and begin to say, I can step on into some things. I, and I'm going to, I am not going to settle until I do step on into some things. I'm going to have that attitude. It's time to take the land. Amen. And I'm talking that in context of your own personal life, healing, and the things that God's got for you personally. I'm also talking that in the context of revival for this land. It's time to arise and take the nation for the kingdom of God. Amen. Praise God. So that's what I've got on my heart. I'm not going to go on and on tonight. I know the last couple of weeks I've done a little bit shorter and, and probably that's a good thing. But um, let this message stir you up. And maybe, maybe even listen to it a couple of times. Get this into you. Don't just take this as another good message and let's go hear something else. Listen, listen to this over and over and over again. Look at the scriptures. Go read Joshua 1. Go read the scriptures I mentioned from, from Nehemiah and Deuteronomy. And underline, God gave, they took. God gave, they took. Get this idea and begin to realize God is looking for this in his people. He has been looking for this attitude. He has been looking for this mentality. Become that person. Become the one who's going to arise and take. And you watch what the Lord will begin to do through your life and in your life. Amen. So God bless you. Let me just give you a couple of announcements quickly. The first thing is, 
tonight is the last Tuesday night, the teaching that I'm doing for December. Um, like I said, I'm going to take some time off the teaching. Uh, there's some things God's put on my heart, but the, the teaching side of things, we got, tonight is the last December one that I'm going to do. We will restart again in January. And, but in addition to the Tuesday nights in January, and I'm going to announce this soon, there'll be some information on the page about this. I am also going to start a weekly healing teaching. It's time for us to start doing more teaching on healing. So at the moment, I'm planning on doing both. So they'll be on different nights, but, but people need to start getting a hold of healing. It's been on my heart a while that we need to start moving forward with the healing message and, and start getting people into some healing. So just begin to realize this. I'm going to be looking at, uh, I'll announce this, that the normal teaching plus a regular teaching on healing. And also, I believe we, 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 we've got some live meeting dates, which we've got, we, I'm, a, I'm in discussion with people about locations, halls, different things in January. As we go into January, we're going to be doing some live meetings around the country. So look out for those dates. Uh, and one final announcement. This Friday, today's Tuesday, this Friday, we have our national Zoom meeting. It's on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. National Zoom meeting, national revival meeting. For the UK, if people want it, who are not in the UK want to come join us, you're welcome to, 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 to click on the Zoom link and come. It's at 7.30 p.m. this Friday. And this is for people with a heart and a passion for revival in the, in the land. And we are drawing people together. The one we did a month ago was wonderful. There were people from all over the nation who came into that. And, and I believe that more and more we're going to see the group, the, the group of people coming from all over the country. This isn't one particular church. This isn't just my church, your church, whatever. Uh, There's people from different churches who are coming together from across the nation who are beginning to say we have a heart and a passion for revival and we want to be a part of this. So that is this Friday at 730. Uh, the link to Zoom is up on, um, is on the Facebook page. It's also if you go to fromtheshores.com slash meetings, you'll find the link to Zoom up there as well. Uh, and, and one more thing. Friday as well, we do prayer. Uh, Friday at 11 a.m. Every Friday, we are praying for revival now. I know it's the morning. I know people work. I know not everybody can make that. So not a problem if you can't. But if you are available during the day on Fridays and you want to pray with us, we've had some amazing prayer meetings. Again, it's on Zoom. It's people from all over the country. We've had some incredible times of prayer. It's really stirred. For me, I've been stirred up by the time of prayer we've been having. And I believe others have as well. So you're welcome to join us on Friday, every Friday at 11 o'clock to pray on Zoom. And also this Friday for our national monthly meeting. God bless you. Uh, we'll see you again on the Tuesdays again uh, once we come into January. So God bless you all. Thank you, Lord God, that your hand, let's pray. Father God, I thank you that your hand is upon everybody here. Thank you for the, your, your, your hand working in their lives, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that, 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 that healing, healing is released and is manifesting. And I thank you that people are receiving healing. Those who are standing and, and believing you for healing and, and, and beginning to realize now they've got a right to begin to take it. I stand in agreement and then we declare healing, be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for taking care of families through December, through Christmas, as people travel. Thank you that, that, that your hand is upon every person here and their families as they gather together. We ask for protection on homes, protection on individuals, and we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Remember the meetings this Friday, and please join us for those. Bless you.